This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. James, we're in Canada and we might have an exclusive. What? (laughs) Uh, Toys R Us is going to have a May the 4th uh, pre-sale or sale or whatever. They don't have that in the States. Actually, I was thinking about that. Do they still have any Toys R Us in the States? Is it like how Blockbuster still had a few places if they were like doing enough business? Well, we'll have to rely on our American friends to let us know. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe so because every time we talk about um, Toys R Us, they're always like, we don't have that. And I'm like, well, screw yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. Suck it. You have vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> the trade-off uh, is Black uh... Series versus vaccines. That's <laughs> they um the i don't think it's a huge exclusive they they uh the figures that they're putting out i believe are the obi-wan anakin uh echo and i think just a random clone trooper that one but they're like the the black series but they're the three inch ones, yeah, so it's my, like my favorite they're just regular figures so yeah. it's not hugely exclusive and that'll be they're selling that everywhere it's just like oh cool I saw it because I, I click on Toys R Us. I, I got to say, I said this to you before off camera. Maybe I've said it to you on the show. Their Funko Pop game is yes. intense. Because now that there isn't any conventions, they have to do send more uh, shared exclusives that would have been at conventions. Like some of it you have to get from the Funko shop, but some they're sending to retailers. Like they always have, but there's more now. And because... People can't go to conventions. They have to give the opportunity to everyone in every country mm-hmm. to get it. So, like, Toys R Us has been one of the go-tos to get it. And their sections are crazy. And, like, their website works super, super good. So, like, I can't I can't stress enough. I haven't bought anything because I'm trying to not spend all my money on plastic toys. But, like, <laughs> I'm always impressed. Always impressed. So, they have that stuff. Actually, there is one thing from this sale. I don't know if it will be on sale on May the 4th. That's the that's when the sale is. Toys R Us May the 4th sale. There is a, I figure, it's Hasbro. It's the cutesy little characters, the small ones of Star Wars. But this is IG-11 on a speeder bike <laughs> with the guns out. All right. And Grogu in the pocket in front. Oh. His ears are blowing back. And I don't think you can get it on May the 4th fourth it's coming it says it's coming soon mm-hmm. but i was like that right there and that said toys r us exclusive so i'm sure the states will have it everywhere but like that is one that i'm like that is pretty unique so i might I, try to get that i bought a black series um toys r us exclusive for sheldon mm. who was my cinematographer on yeah on my short film and i i bought it was the rancor i'm not a big huge rancor yeah, yeah. I yeah. gave that to him as a thank you, and um, <laughs> he uh, he was his son was actually so I forgot to give it to him, and then his I was helping him out on his film, and his son texts me. He goes, and his son's like 
20. Like, he's not a kid, but yeah. he's a, he texts me, he goes, you gonna bring that uh, Black Series? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, he was very, it was, it was a slick looking Black Series, though. And yeah, that was, it was, a, it, was a tw- it was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive that became, mm-hmm. that they read, that I guess became like a Toys R Us exclusive. So they, yeah. it didn't have the San Diego sticker, but it did have a, uh, the Toys R Us stickers. So Toys R Us does yeah. have some fun stuff. I have a question for you, actually, um, about cons. Because San Diego Comic-Con, a few weeks ago, a month ago maybe, announced they, they're they they're happening this year. It's happening in November, an American Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, that's right. So and I saw a lot of backlash to this. And I just want to know your your opinion. But think of – but so the difference, obviously, is that American Thanksgiving is a lot bigger than, first of all, our Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I want you to be in that mindset. How we, how do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, you and I, we could we would go. Like, we're not going to, but we could go because we're like, well, that's just a weekend in November for us. But yeah. put yourself in, in their shoes for a second. Uh, you know what? I just straight up say, like, look, there's other priorities besides conventions. I want to go to a convention, too. Don't get me wrong. I want to go to, I want to, go to celebration. But, like, you know, our world has to get back to normal. So it's like you, you can just be like, well, I can't go to San Diego because family Thanksgiving is more important. Or you can say to your family, hey, can we have Thanksgiving a week before? Because I'd really like to go to this and I've been missing. It's all about balance. Like it's like, so uh, I don't, I, it, the second the internet complains about anything, I'm like, no, but you're here's, wrong. And here's why. <laughs> but this is this. So that's how I kind of felt. And then I saw one, tw- I can't remember who it was. Forgive me. But somebody, it was a, it was like a, you know, journalist blog, whatever, right? Journalist, let's just say journalist. And they said, thanks, you know, we haven't seen our families in a year, two years. And now you're going to take us away from the first family holiday we can have. You don't have to do anything. No, but it's, if it's your job though, and your job says you're covering that event. All of a sudden it's like, well, now you've kind of like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I don't have any eggs in that basket to say per se so i i can't comment either way but i just like it i thought it was uh it's cool that it's coming i think like the fact that they're confident that it's going to be happening is uh i think that kind of makes me feel pretty good about the state of at least the united states of america um, although canada has said that we should be open by june july august because 75 percent of us will be vaccinated by then is what they're saying and yeah. some people will have two doses by then. So, whatever. It's looking good, looking good. Um, I'm trying really hard to get my first dose. Not hard enough, but I'm try, trying. Because um, I, I don't know about you, bro. Sorry, we're just kidding. But I just want to get back to... I'm still going to wear the mask. Still going to be safe. But I want yeah. to live my... Like I told you, I had to watch... I got Mortal Kombat this weekend. I watched Mortal Kombat dialogue is terrible i loved every second of it i watched it with aaron who has never played mortal kombat and not, she goes what's going on i'm like you just listen but i was pissing her off because every time someone came on it i was like oh my god it's reptile oh it's kane like I was, <laughs> I was really pissing her off but she really loved the movie too um but i wanted to see that in the theater i could i didn't have the chance to i just want to be able to do th- i'm I, now i'm where you were last year. i'm like you know what i want to see spider-man whatever the spider-man is in the theater i want to smell the theater popcorn i want to go to a mall you know i, I, 
and don't really want to go to a mall, but I want to like just some sort of normalcy again. And and for like San Diego Comic Con releasing that statement, I was like, well, slowly but surely. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I feel like the next two to three years, even once they've said that like COVID is under control. It's like people are going to complain no matter what. It's like, because here's the thing. I work in live events. So <laughs> the second I hear that live events come back, I'm going to be like, sorry, I haven't worked this much. <laughs> like, so the fact that people are complaining about like the convention is like, you don't have to work it. Like, but it's no a one, job though, right? No, like, there's no, yeah, there's a job. Yeah, it's a job, but it's just sort of like, you could, it's, you know, it's coming. It's what is it? It's it's November, yeah, April. It's April. That's six months from now. Like, there's way and like this is mean of me to say, but it's like like you just said, it's like we're barely vaccinated, and half of America is like fully vaccinated. So it's just like uh, maybe relax. Like again, it's just like a day is a day. It's not the matter of like when you do it. It's that you do it right. Uh, that you spend time with your family. So why can't you? I know there's a million reasons why it has to be that weekend. I it's 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 a it's a moot point because here's the other thing about San Diego Comic Con. Like it's it's not going to be normal. No, <laughs> you can say you're having it. It's not going to be anywhere near normal of what it was in the past. Like it's known for like massive crowds. That's not going to happen. So it's just like. You know, it's it's like we want to get back to normal, but normal's gonna take a little bit while because it's like just because we're getting vaccinated doesn't mean like mm. everything is done. Like, let's no, be real, absolutely so. not. No, absolutely not. So I don't know. I just uh, it's it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Especially since I'm sure they're gonna be a huge virtual component to it. Like they'd be stupid not to. It's I'll. You know what I. I've, I've, the only time I've never gone to San Diego Comic Con, obviously, but I have been in San Diego during San Diego Comic Con. Right, right, right. It was, it was, so we, I was shooting this web uh, tourism thing, but we went to the convention center outside of it and just got shots of it. I, I will say it looked like a lot of fun for the people that were there. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it seems really, really cool. I just, I just, you know, Marvel is like Marvel is Disney now, so yep. they're doing their D twenty three. So are they gonna be pulling out yep. of, of that? Like, like Star yeah. Wars celebration. You gotta think Marvel's gonna be like, screw it, we're gonna do a Marvel celebration. Like they, you know, like yep. they own that. Like they can do that. I think. And the one thing, Brock, last year when everything got shut down, DC of all brands was the, the head of the. They're like DC fandom. And it was yeah. the greatest thing yeah. ever. And I didn't watch mm-hmm. it live. I don't know if you did. I didn't see anything when it happened. But I've I have since watched so much from there. Yeah. And it's like that was spectacular. And and you know people get mad when, and look, I love that experience. But people get mad when the Mandalorian was like, "This is just for people in this room." And I still maintain, I am a okay if you shell out your two hundred bucks for a ticket. And you know your hotel room and your airfare or travel, whatever. And you're in a room with John Favreau and Filoni, and they're like, "We're going to show something just for the, you know, 400 people in this room, 200, 100, whatever it is." Yeah. 
I am okay with that. Um, because those like it, it's a lot to sacrifice to go to these conventions and, mm. you know, maybe I'm not privileged enough to go, but the people who are, shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't get mad at them for seeing something we couldn't cause they actually, they did it and they took a lot out. And sometimes look, some people save up a lot of money for a lot more than a year. You know, people are going to yeah. go to star Wars celebration next year. If it happens, cross your fingers are going to go to that who didn't go to Chicago, who didn't go to Orlando, who didn't go to England, who didn't go to LA. Like this is their time and they're saving up for this. And they should, you know, and we shouldn't be like, wow, they got to watch it. Why can't we? Because they like, that is their experience. And I think while we're all kind of trapped, DC fandom was a thing. I'm just curious, you know, maybe this is how it is going forward. And maybe Brag, I don't know how you feel about this, but let's say Star Wars Celebration, like, yeah, everyone could do this and we'll also do it online, and if you pay, you know, $50, you can see extra bonus stuff. Virtual passes, which you talked about actually for last year's Celebration. Yeah, like, I... I... It's it's hard to say, like, it's... Uh... I mean, it makes more sense if you're doing virtual to have tickets like I, I i like yeah why wouldn't like i'll go to like because san diego makes money because it's all you know behind closed doors to an extent right like there is like you kind of have to be there to experience it they're always they like they drop the trailer and of something or whatever and like there is video but like typically like to get the full experience you need to go there but it's like so what's the difference between if I pay a hundred dollars for a specific pass to see this thing and this thing and this thing, like let's be real, we don't. They don't. It doesn't need to be live. They can pre-shoot everything. So it's like, here's the interview. Here's the reveal. Here's what everybody gets to see. And then for fifty dollars, you get to see this part. For a hundred dollars, do this part. For five hundred dollars, you get to see every single thing. Exclusive this, that, that, and they send you a bunch of things in the mail. Like, yeah. That's legit the experience you're having. It just the difference is you're not in a crowd. Don't get me wrong. I want to go to a convention. I love doing those things. But right now, it's just not a smart move. So it's like they'll come back because guess what? Everybody's going crazy. <laughs> oh, I, back well, outside. So it's like Mortal Kombat made twenty yeah. something million dollars this weekend. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. not. I mean, that's not like oh, that's not a hundred million. But if you consider where we are. That's a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Like they're saying that's like, that's really good. So people want to get out and go. And I bet you people that went to go see that movie who don't even know what Mortal Kombat is or care. <laughs> they're like, yeah. we yeah. have a chance to go buy overpriced popcorn. We're doing it. Let's yeah. go. I would have. I told you I would have. I told them. I'm like, I don't know. I want to go. I would have gone and paid $10 mm-hmm. to watch that if I had the chance. And I felt safe. Let's just like, I would have had to feel safe. But I think. I've talked to people who have not in, in I mean, I've talked to uh, American friends who have gone to see movies, but that's, I have to talk to, I've talked to some Canadian friends who've gone to see movies during the pandemic and they've all felt mm-hmm. like safe during it. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's just a year ago. I wouldn't be saying that, but now it's like we're a year in mm-hmm. like, it's just, Oh my God, man. You know, like just let's, yeah, Let's do yeah. something with our like we're just rotting away in our homes at this point. 
And I'm not. Bro, I'm not saying <laughs> not let's me. go. I'm never home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying let's go out and like riot, but it's like no. something like we're all jonesing to do something. Yeah. And uh, I'm, maybe I'll go to San Diego Comic Con if they open the border because I am just like, let's do it. Oh, you know, you know, the second, I mean, people can fly, no problem. Actually, this, that, my point doesn't make any sense. But I said, you know, this, I was going to say, the second they open the borders, travel's gonna like blow up. But like, that just because they open the borders doesn't really make it any easier to get on a plane i guess but like, actually but but bro, you can actually it's easier to travel by plane than by car right now like you can't we can't drive to the states but we could fly there if we wanted no i don't know about yeah. right now but that's how it was it was weird it was like if you apparently people would drive and they'd be like no you have to take a plane i don't know how yeah. that's different but that's that's how it was well because like you go to the airport and you have to get checked out and all that jazz that's the difference actually right? my uh someone i work with uh his mother-in-law is in a nursing home and they have rapid testing there now oh yeah that's yeah cool. so he's like he goes in it takes i think 15 minutes i think so he goes in they go bump beautiful bump i can't they, they go do the, like the nose the mouth you wait 15 mm-hmm. minutes you get your result and you're in and wow, i'm like that's great it's fantastic and that and i think that is rapid testing becoming more common is what's going to open a lot of things up absolutely i would totally go to a concert an hour yeah. early to get rapid test no i don't know about absolutely that, i'm just example yes right like i'll yeah. do you want me to? Sure. i'll go see mortal Kombat. i'll get a rapid test before i go see that let's do it bring me in there um, Six so months I, ago, I was like, how amazing would it be if you could just pull up to a drive-thru and they could give you your results so you, you can go to work and show the papers like, I'm good. Like, yep. I would do that. It, maybe You get used to getting something jammed up your nose, but like, like Rob, man, that could be a thing. It'd Rob did it ten times <laughs> last year. Hmm? Rob did, I think, eight, eight or nine or ten tests last year. Oh, yeah, because he was in uh, PEI. He's in PEI shooting a baseball soccer. tournament. Yeah, it's like, he's like, uh. and then I had a Halloween party because I'm reckless. It wasn't really a party. It was just a small gathering. But he got tested before he came. And the thing is, though, the difference between him getting tested and, let's say, you getting tested at that point was he he was comfortable with it because he'd done it so many times. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you were, I'm just using you as an example, you might not have been as comfortable because you had never done it at that point. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm with you, man. The more you do it, the more you're going to be like, oh, let's just get it over with. And it just we got used to masks. What's the difference? You know, at least one could be a very like hundred percent, like let's call it ninety five percent accurate. Like here, I don't have yeah. COVID right now. Like I do that every day. I would have no problem with that. I would have because you just get used to it. Exactly, you get used to it, and then it, if it allows you to yeah. do something, screw it, let's do. It. Look, when you go to what Africa and stuff, you have to take all these shots yeah, to go yeah. there. So like, we're, like there are certain places we're already doing that. <laughs> So they're like, don't drink the water when you go to Mexico or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but we're all we're already like partially there for the stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's anyway. I we adapt. We like what's the difference between standing in line to get uh, your tested or standing in line to get metal detected? <laughs> you know, what I mean? remember when we went to celebration and they the metal detector they just got rid of it and they let us all just walk in. That was that was fantastic, but man, that was uh four years ago. Yep, yep. Four years ago. Mm-hmm. Wild, wild. 
there's it's it's funny like how much has happened in four years like covid mm-hmm. um i had a different job <laughs> you moved to the woods i would to move to the woods daryl um, had puppies Dude. oh your roommate daryl uh fa- <laughs> there wasn't nine fast and furious movies there was only like eight eight or nine at that point um why, they had a trailer during the Oscars for it, which uh, mm-hmm. was Denzel with Denzel Washington. I wish he was in those movies. Kurt Russell was in a couple. He was supposed to play Paul Walker's father, apparently. Oh, really? Kurt Russell is a great actor, and he is a fantastic Santa Claus. <laughs> um, and actually, he was really good in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for his 1.5 scenes that he was in. Yeah, was he in that movie? He plays the stunt coordinator oh yeah yeah, i believe that's uma thurman's i don't know if it's still her stunt person or like her previous one but um she's great she's in they're both in death proof the tarantino which tarantino i believe just called his worst movie zoe bell yeah zoe bell that's yeah apparently tarantino called that his worst movie or something like that i'm like i don't know i bet that was fun what death proof or yeah I thought I thought the grindhouse thing. I saw in the, I don't know if you saw. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was fun in the theater. I was yeah. like, "This is a blast." I thought it. I thought the the problem I had was it should have started with Death Proof and ended with uh, Planet Terror. Is that Planet, what Planet Terror. Because it was yeah. like Planet Terror was just so over the top and fun, whereas Death Proof was yeah. like, "Oh, this is like a this is a movie." Um, I, th- I thought they <laughs> I thought they had the I thought they put it in the wrong order personally, but whatever whatever i'll tell you this tarantino does not want to direct star wars <laughs> and i'm okay oh, with that God. he he has a, he understands star trek pretty well but um okay every time we do like a oh, top five directors direct star wars fantasia's gotta say tarantino i'm like you need mm-hmm. to expand your horizon <laughs> there are more directors but then you know they hired jj abrams and it's like well <laughs> <laughs> maybe there aren't Ryan John, you know let's re- like Ryan like JJ Abrams was like a safe director like okay well whatever Ryan Johnson though and everything that's happened with Star Wars aside was such like a a cool choice like such a out of the box hire to direct Star Wars like it was like Ryan Johnson because he think he wasn't he just like off looper I think it was like like he's done like three movies. That's pretty <laughs> ballsy of it. Like it was, a, it was cool. Like Brick is such a fantastic film. Yeah. Still, I love Looper. Um, what are we talking about? Star Wars. Star Wars. I uh, I have a WhatsApp group with people I work with, and someone posted a Mike Zero. Oh yeah. Video. And I realized I have never really watched a Mike Zero video. And you know what? I'm going to put him on blast. He talked for eight minutes and said nothing. No, actually, you're wrong. Do you know how I know you're wrong? How? So, my, so everyone watching, YouTube is all about algorithms. Okay. What he's done is he has said everything he needs to say in that video to generate views based on the algorithm so all the nonce all the nothing that he said yeah he was saying keywords that youtube Ah. grabbed 
Uh, and that's what he does. And we we fail yeah. miserably at that. Because we're not trying yeah, to do I, that. Like, he, he legit, like, in one sentence said, the Mandalorian season one isn't great. Or no, sorry, it was the other way. It, he said it both, technically. He's like, season two, which had pl- plot problems. But then season one, season one is good. But it's not season two. Like, legit, like, three sentences apart. It was like, he didn't make any no. sense and of course it was about kathleen kennedy and it's like mm-hmm. uh the creativity goes down when when you put kathleen kennedy i'm like what are you talking about she's like the president of lucasfilm she's not making movies she's just there occasionally but she generates views as does brie larson yeah and, oh yeah, yeah 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 and that's how you do but, it right uh, that, what you said makes total sense because i was just like he didn't make a point I, I can't I can't remember what it was talking about. Oh, oh Favreau taking over of Lucasfilm. But there was like he was like Bob Chopak has been like secretly trying to uh 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 what's the word? Uh, uh place? convince the, the, uh, the, the shareholders that like Favreau would be a better president of Lucasfilm. But he's also scared to say anything to Favreau like scared I was like, how does one say things to the the board and then also is scared yeah. to make a move. I'm like, those are two core different things. Like I'm like, this is this is a guy that ran the theme parks. Like he's not he's if you're yeah. if you're in charge of a company and you're afraid to say something, you're not in charge of a company. There's no way a CEO of Disney wants to be considered afraid. You hit the nail right on the head. Like no. it's just like I was just like, what are you talking about? I'll tell you right now, if Chopek Chopek uh or Iger or Eisner or Walt Disney himself ever had any fears, they would not have that job. Yeah. Like I don't know, people who run like look, we all want to like oh, they're such nice. They're first of all, they're not nice people. Like if they wanted to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy, gone. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. because look, everyone knows Green Day wrote a song about it. Nice guys finish last. No one who is just trying to tread lightly ever succeeds in anything. Anything. You have to be a sleazeball at some point to be successful. It's just how it is. Den and Nerds, you like, suck. And I'm not. I'm not criticizing <laughs> Disney. I think what Disney does is I'm like, it's great. I get it. And I, I'm, I'm also under understanding it. Like you don't get this far without stepping on some toes. Of course. But Disney is very, very good at, in a general sense, creating a brand. that's like, no one really questions. Like, I'm sure like everyone's like, Oh, Disney, there, there's back, backroom dealings. Blah, 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 blah. Of course. Of, of course. course. But like, it's still for the last 50 to 60 years. Is a brand that's like Disney. I get it. I love it. Disney on something perfect, and this move they made where they bought Marvel and Disney and Pixar and Fox is just like, whoa. So it's like, I'm sorry. I Mike Zero is a big YouTuber. I get it. Whatever, but it's just like, it's it's like when uh, what's what was the one site we would always rag on when they'd have news uh, making Star Wars. It's like there's no way in hell that these people have any inside. Whatever. Well, now there's we've got, got we got this covered. Have you ever seen we got this covered? Oh god, no, it's my no, favorite. No. <laughs> and and the, the thing that I can't figure out is everybody like I ha- like somebody on my Facebook 
posted an article. And it was an aunt of mine who was not like, I was like, oh, where the hell did you come up with this thing? Because I saw the headline. Like, I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was, I was like, that doesn't seem accurate. And it said, we got this covered. I was like, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I like it's so the pro the problem with, and this is why another thing too is, is, um, I think film crit, I've never been a huge listener of film critics per se like i just i you know i have my own weird taste in movies but film critics are whatever but the thing is that at one point when it was like siskel and eber and all it was like they had respectable film critics and leonard malton would be like i'm a film historian and yeah. you're like oh i respect these people they i don't agree with them but they they have insight and they're saying what they say now and this is like they're not to say they're all like this but some of them are just like what the hell man you are just an average joe who's saying what they can <laughs> To get a yeah. click. It's all about the clicks nowadays. And it's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really, it's sad <laughs> because quality, it's quantity over quality. And I think, you know, everyone likes to crap on Martin Scorsese for being like, wow, it's content. We need to make films. And everyone's like, how dare you, old man? Boomer, boomer doesn't like Marvel. Of course he doesn't <laughs> like Marvel. Like, it's okay if he doesn't like He called them a theme park. First of all, is he wrong? I don't think so. We were saying before we started recording, they're like the new Westerns. It's a genre film. It's just genre. Yeah. And I don't think calling them a, a theme park is, is wrong because they're kind of our, they're, they kind of are a theme park, right? Like, yeah. you know, they're fun. You go in, you're like, that was fun. And then you leave. Um, but it's just, we're, it's, it's all quantity over quality. We're seeing it with yeah. Netflix, like, and, and not just that, like streaming as a whole, and I used to, I followed this guy, on, I can't remember his name, but on Twitter years ago, years ago, like five years or six years, and he had this whole thing where he's like, I hate being called a content creator. He's like, I am a storyteller. I was like, this is weird. Now I'm like, I kind of get it. Like, I'm get, yeah. like, it's like content creator. I'm like, but it's, but if you're just spewing crap for clicks, what's, I don't know. It's for me, I don't know how you feel, but it's like, there's, there's a pride in what you're doing and, and a purpose more than just like, I want people to click on this. Yeah. Like you, like, I, like I just did, um, you know, that short film that I, that I did. I, I just, you just want people to be entertained for a couple minutes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. you want people to enjoy it. I don't know why there's just this obsession with like, click, 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 click. I gotta get the number. We need a hundred thousand views. But if a hundred thousand people hate it, why? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, you know, and like this, that formula isn't a terrible thing because there's a lot of like cool content that comes out because whoever's making it understands like what people want to see. So, yes. but like it's overshadowed by someone like, it's like, oh, TikTok is blowing up. Sure. That's great. It's not a new idea. Vine did the same yeah, thing. That's funny that TikTok. To the point that like Vine stars lived in the same apartment building in LA and now there's TikTok houses. It's like, it's not new. And I'm not, I'm not even going to be like, Oh, TikTok's stupid. It's not, there's cool things on it. It's just like, you I don't know for every, every cool, like comedian you discover on TikTok, there's a Charlie D'Amelio. There's 10 Charlie D'Amelios. <laughs> I think it's, we live in like YouTube, TikTok, it's all these things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's an outlet for people. It's fantastic. But I think at times Twitter is like you use it for negative. It's just yeah, yeah. But we, we it's like 
it's such a great time for content for I hate to say for content for but House of Cards was built on people on Netflix were watching Fincher movies with Kevin Spacey right. and Netflix took the algorithm and said we're going to do this and it worked yeah. and the thing is yes but <laughs> you know when you start to oversaturate it quality inevitably is going to start going because yeah. that's just like what how happened. many desperate housewives shows do we really need apparently like seven every places. every state and every city in the states yeah. needs at least two but that's where but i'm yeah. i i'm with you though i think t- i have no i don't i did one tiktok video aaron made me do it mm-hmm. um it was a year ago i don't and we it took us like three days to figure out how to do it because <laughs> we're old uh, yeah. but look if that's your although the, you know the, i'll say that there's two things about instagram that's pissed me off one i go on is so i told you i thought the falcon captain america looked really cool yeah i haven't seen the show i saw that because i was on instagram and instagram now i guess if you uh, look at uh, if you're caught up they say they yeah. show you just random crap and that yeah. was one of the random. I'm like, I don't want to see. I just, I'm only on Instagram to follow the people I'm following. I do not care. But anyway, I saw that. I thought it was really cool. So that yeah. annoys me. And also, these like young girls doing these weird dances on the reels needs to stop. Like, parents step up because I am tired of going on and being like, oh my god, there's a 12 year old doing a really inappropriate yeah. dance. This needs to go. It's. I'm not into that. So. Um, I'm not into reels either. Like, just I don't care for your reels. So post better pictures, and Instagram stop showing me posts I don't want to see. And people I may know, I don't, I don't know, and I don't have any interest in knowing. Yeah. I'm old, boomer. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's interesting because it's just like it's very perplexing when you watch this stuff and you're like. Because it's like, even if you don't, if you're not on TikTok, but say you're on Instagram, you can see TikTok videos because people repost them. And I'm like, okay, they're there. Which, again, I'm not going to criticize because I used to watch Vine compilations on YouTube. I never really went on Vine. Like, it's just like, it is what it is. And it's like, you find a way to like certain things. I don't know. It's like, you're not going to wait. It's just like, it would be nice if we could just be less judgmental because of certain things, you know, because it's like, all we want to do is scream at each other. Well, I'm still saying the underage dancing needs to stop. Yeah, sure. I'm looking at you, parents of America. That's, uh, (laughs) that's never going away. It's never going away. But I I still think, though, I still think TikTok, uh, all these social media things are great outlet for creativity because the reality i mean now we have all this access to equipment but there's a lot of people who i mean just think filmmaking 20 30 years ago you couldn't make a film unless you had some kind of like kevin smith had to max out like 10 credit cards to make clerks and he had to shoot it in black and white because it was cheaper and it's like now you don't have to and the thing is it's uh, you know it's it's not easy to to make it but at the same time you're like well I'm just going to make a YouTube video I'm going to make a TikTok video like you can do that as an outlet for you to express yourself in a way that you couldn't before and now instead of just listening to that Nirvana song be like oh Cobain gets me you can express you yourself mo- you shot a movie in your backyard like it's, <laughs> it's- in 48 hours and it was uh, yeah. actually less than that. 
it was fun AF. I'll tell you that. It's very. It's like <laughs> it's. It's all about it, like you said, not quantity, quality. So it's like it doesn't have to have the state of the art equipment. It just has to be creative and like engaging, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, because people know, are are willing. It seems to me that, um, like I'm a huge. I love the look of film when something's shot on film, which is rare now. It's like, oh. But I mean, now everyone has a smooth cam filter on their TV, so they don't even notice that. So, like, it's just if the story within it, if the content within it is intriguing, people will watch it. Um, It's not necessarily the, and it's this. I do think it's a little disappointing that it's not necessarily the art around it, because I think cinematography and sound and all that's very. I mean, sound actually sound is something that it's like, (laughs) like. Visual quality is going like this on people's homes, but the audio is like I have seven hundred point two surround sound. <laughs> but like sound, it's like it's so important. So you know, it's it. I'm a little. I am. I I I, I hate watch. I the smooth stuff. I can't. I can't do that. But like, um, well, it just takes like I because I just I love the way cinematography works and and films and stuff and and you know like. It's just, but now, like, if someone shoots something on their cell phone, it could be as visually not the quality, but if the content's there, what separates mm-hmm. that? There's nothing to separate yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want Star Wars shot on the cell phone, though. Week 14 of no Star Wars news. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, um, well, they're shooting Kenobi now, I think. Mm-hmm. I saw an article. I wanted to talk about this, but uh, Hayden Christensen apparently has suited up as Vader. I haven't seen a picture of it, but that's the what I've heard. Yeah, I read an article saying that there's a picture of like someone showing, and then like, I read the article and it had no picture. I was like... I think I read the same article. It was a Mike Zero <laughs> article, clearly. I, I don't... I don't... Oh, that's we were talking about Mike Zero. Yeah, he's fascinating though. He's like he's he's figured out YouTube and people click on it and. Yeah, no, I I can't fight that. And now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You know what? It's and he like, does seven videos this, a minute. He doesn't seem like a jerk. He's just saying things, and it's and especially right now, like we haven't talked a single thing about Star Wars. I get it. There's not really a ton to talk about, but like, hey, May the Fourth he said was just like, I was like, none of this makes any sense. It's all hearsay, and it's like you're contradicting yourself every couple of sentences. But it's like it's not like he's not taking, he's not joining a stance. It's almost like he's talking about all the stances, mm-hmm. and you're like, what was the point? And I just, yeah, it's I, look, we we live in a, a society. We live in a society now. Where, then when, and I think it's all. I think it's. I think it's been this way for a long time. I know working in in retail, it was like this, but negativity reigns supreme. Oh yeah, yeah. If you work in retail and someone says something negative about you, that has way more of an impact than when someone praises you for whatever yeah. reason. Somebody could be like, "That is the greatest employee I've ever seen." This, I was like, "That guy wasn't very good." For some reason, the negative one will always will always be. Uh, listen to more more than the positive one and that's how youtube and certainly twitter 
and all of these things are. And for some reason, you know, like if this, I'm telling you right now, I want to do this as an experiment, but if this video was called Kathleen Kennedy just got fired or Kathleen Kennedy, um, is the thing about replacing Day, uh, Kathleen Kennedy has been fired again today. Oh, yeah. just, we just really got to get a board or something. We, we do. But you know, like the reality is, those are the ones that YouTube is going to push the top because, and everyone can blame YouTube, but YouTube is run by a CPU. It's not run by people. Like last year when COVID, last year when COVID started, they sent an email to us saying, "Hey, our employees are home. It's all computer based." I was like, "All right," and, and look, and the thing is, the algorithm is going to say. Oh, this is talking about Kathleen Kennedy hate. We're going to push this to the top and we're going to force feed it to everybody. Everyone's going to look at it because that's how it is. And But if we say, which we do all the time, we're like, Star Wars is great. They're going to be like, ah. no one wants to watch that for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. And and the thing is, and you know, we've talked about this. I We are happy with the, I'm going to guess, nine, six to nine people in the live chat right now. <laughs> but but the thing is I, I i think we've talked about i'm happier with them there and if they're the only ones watching it than having yeah. three hundred thousand people and us talking about how we hate kathleen kennedy how she's ruined star wars how yeah. the last jedi ruined my childhood how the rise of skywalker was the worst thing that's ever happened in the name of film how the force awakens would have been better if bulio was in it like it's just like well which it would have been let's be honest but <laughs> but like i'm i'm happier being honest with less viewers that actually mean something than more people that don't mean anything. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. I think star Wars is a good place and there's a lot of cool things happening. And like, we barely even skim the, the, cause I don't read of or whatever yeah like, like the books are crazy the comics are doing a lot of crazy stuff and like uh, i'm just trying to think was there games they're not really games out right no. in those instance but there's a lot on the way and then like you know we'll have a ton of stuff end of the year next in the yeah. beginning of next bad year, batch thing. Like, we're yeah we're a week away from bad batch we're a week away from may the 4th so we gotta do something for may the 4th we need to talk about that yeah. Big yeah. plans. We do it every year. Big plans. Big plans. Yeah, yeah. Let me guess. I'll be here. You'll be there. We're gonna <laughs> we'll dunk Fantasia. We'll, about, we'll we'll completely ignore our our rundown and just be like, yes, I do not like TikTok. <laughs> what was the last time? You know, we should. You know, what we should do. Are you? What are you working May fourth? You know yet? What day is May fourth? Tuesday. I'm not sure. We should do a live Bad Batch show sure it's just a camera on us while we watch it like this oh oh okay uh, oh they went there oh who voices the clones <laughs> d bradley ba oh, all of them oh wow <laughs> all of them like <laughs> some of them or like, all of them all of them which <laughs> one which one is rex none of them <laughs> not what wow they all sound like rex not one <laughs> And Fennec Shand is oh the bounty hunter oh oh wow oh wow that's from the Mandalorian yeah the man <laughs> is Baby Yoda <laughs> I watched that one? show with my son <laughs> <laughs> is Baby Yoda gonna no no Baby Yoda okay 
This is fantastic. Oh, man. That that would be the piece de resistance. The Jeff's kiss. Chef's kiss. If they just... Oh, and by the way, here's a little baby baby Yoda Grogu. <laughs> like, oh! Oh, snap! For a split second. For a split second. And it has nothing to do with the story at all. It's just like they're... At- <laughs> oh, man. Woo! Uh, you know what would be amazing, though? If, 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 okay, so they have all, how many Clone Wars? There's seven seasons of Clone Wars? Yeah. Somewhere in like season one or two, they, they just animate Baby Yoda somewhere randomly and don't say anything. And then people watch it, like, oh, I think it's Baby Yoda. And then is like, wow, we decided to put Baby Yoda in later. That would, that would be so genius, especially now with Disney Plus. There's like, Hello, Star Wars fans. I'm Kathleen Kennedy. We've hidden three golden tickets <laughs> in our content for Star Wars. Go find it. Oh man, Down people would go crazy. I haven't wa- have you? I haven't watched Ewoks or the Ewok movies or uh, oh yeah, I mean ter- ter- on well the the Teratoski the that is I keep saying this but that is my favorite Star. It honestly is. Probably hands down my favorite Star Wars content. Content uh, that we've, I mean, the movies are the movies, whatever. But that is Rob got me um, the season two DVD a couple years ago for Christmas, and it's just I can yes. watch that. The first one I really like, but the second one and the way it just goes right into the the um, the Revenge of the Sith, and then the way that the Filoni clone I'm gonna call it Filoni the Filoni Clone Wars just does not hinder on that at all. Like it's just like, yeah. and I think the one thing I find with Filoni is he re- and he said this when they made IG eleven, not IG eighty eight. Is is there's like this respect for the the legend, quote unquote legend stuff. There's a respect for that, and there are people who you know will read a Darth Maul book, will read a Kenobi book, or whatever. And for those people who read it, that's canon to them. It might not be to George Lucas. At the time, it might not be to Floney, Kennedy, Ryan Johnson, yeah. JJ, whatever. But to the person reading that book, that's a real story to them. And he doesn't want to take away from that. And I think that's one of the things that, that makes Dave Filoni, um great at Star Wars. Is he appreciates it. He might have to change things for the story. But he appreciates that, you know, Brock, you've read this. And to you, this story of, of this Ewok is is canon in your mind so i'm not going to i'm not going to take that away from you and i i appreciate i think yeah, that's yeah. i think that's a good quality and it's appreciative because because look I, I you know they're like legend these are legends it's like yeah but they still exist and if you love yeah. the truth of Bakura, which i have right here you love it it's not like they can't change that love you have for it and to you that could still be what happened and i don't think they should do anything to, to take away from that however chewbacca dying from like a moon you know, you you have to. You know, you can't make a movie without Chewbacca. Yeah, I want. Water. It's like, I mean, there's got some some stuff has to go because it was like a solid thirty years of yes. content of both comics. I just like, well, like, I mean, we could just make that, but then like we have to pay Dark Horse or we have to pay whoever created yeah. these things. In a sense, and we've right? seen, and we've already seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why not? You know, um, yeah. Should we go to the odds? Let's go to the odds. 
Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1! Never tell me the- We talked enough about TikTok. Yeah. Right, Never odds. tell me the odds brought to us by our Patreon. Do you like what we do? Do you like it when we don't talk about Star Wars? Well, why don't you support us so that we can talk about even less Star Wars? Go on down to patreon.com slash Podcast and support us. We would greatly appreciate it because we do this for the people. And these people are our favorite kind of people, our Patreons. Heidi Fetter, executive producer, uh, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Suna Thron, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Deniners, and the girls with sabers. Now, is anyone else an executive producer like Heidi is? Just Heidi. Who, by Just the way, Heidi, right? well wishes to your sister, Heidi. No. Oh, yes. She had, uh, anyway, she was, uh, well wishes to Heidi. And, uh, hope all the best for everyone. But you can become executive producer on our Patreon. If you want. Yeah, exactly. You have to get to the Heidi level. <laughs> Heidi. Heidi's great. Heidi, uh, Heidi has one of her odds for us today. I guess the first Ooh. thought. I don't know if she still wants us to say it though, because she deleted the message. So let's. Just... Or maybe I did by accident. But let's no, this is, no, this is good. I, I read it. It's good. That's why well, I brought her up. I was like, "Well, this is a good segue." My creative cloud just updated. So if anyone heard that chime. That's my creative cloud updating. Um, after we record this, I'm doing a ghost test with Aaron. A ghost test. I'm shooting a, a short horror movie this summer, Brock. Mm. With, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun, though, but I want to figure out how to make a ghost. And I, I read some tutorials, so we're going to play around with the, turning my wife into a ghost. First, I put her in a cage. Now I'm putting her in a ghost She's not a ghost in the movie, though. All right, Heidi. Here we go. Heidi asked this. Never tell me the odds. Read the odds. <laughs> Will Tamora Morrison redub all of Boba Fett's dialogue in the vintage animated stuff on Disney Plus? This is genius. Boba like, Fett. This is exactly like what I just said. I'm just like, wouldn't it be amazing if they did something where you had to go rewatch everything? That would be epic, and especially with animation stuff like. Ewok show or whatever I guess the uh, it really would only just be the holiday special I'm like it would be so doable so easy <laughs> like <laughs> super easy not even an inconvenience like uh I would love this uh I'm gonna go 80% I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go that. I'm gonna that go shit, f- I'm going 43 I I would love it don't get me wrong if it's would I like yeah. it? I'm going to go higher. But um, do I think it's going to happen? I don't. No, yeah. Because that it would have happened by now. I don't, like, yeah. you know, Lucas went in. He's like, well, you're doing all the voice for all this, all, like, you know, for Boba Fett and, and Empire and all that. And I'm like, cool. I, I, I'm i someone who likes that. I like Hayden Christensen at the end of Return of the Jedi. I've told the story a million times when I was a kid. I watched Return of the Jedi and he looks at the three ghosts. I had no idea who... Uh, the one was, and my dad was like, that's his father. And I was like, oh, 
But now as a kid, I would totally understand who that is because of, yeah, yeah. of what's going on. So nothing to take away from Sebastian Shaw who played him. But when I was like three years old, no freaking idea who that was. Yeah, uh, so well, Sebastian, I don't, I, I read something about, what does that mean? Sebastian Shaw played him. He was, I guess that was his face under the mask of Vader. And then he was the force ghost at the end of Jedi. Shaw, not oh. Stan, Shaw. Yeah. yeah, like that is that guy's actual name. I yeah, that's his actual name. Yeah, yeah, nothing against him. But when watching the movie as a child, as a young child who had Return of the Jedi blankets and Star Wars curtains, I had no idea who that was. Yeah. Um, my dad had to tell me, and then I understood who it was. And then when they replaced him with uh, Hannah Christensen, people were like, how can they do that? I'm like, well, no, to me, because of that story I've told for the hundredth time now, made complete sense. And I'm completely on board. And I love that if if that's your Boba Fett, it should be that it should be just put his voice in. It's not like you see anyone's face. Yeah. So, you know, God bless Jeremy Bullock and all, but like, yeah, put his just put his voice in. So for the yeah. for the animated stuff, he's in Droids to cartoon. Droids is not on Disney Plus. And oh yeah, and and Droids for me, Droids is canon. Have I explained to you how I think it's canon? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to say it again? Stop deviating. Let's get to your point. <laughs> Put him in them all, but I'm going to say 43% because I don't think yeah, they'll do it. I don't think they'll do it, but like, oh, that would be just... They should. It's, it's just so it's so genius because it's like, all he has to do is like, here's a script, read these words. He can record it on his phone. And Yo, he could do it on it. set of the Book of Boba Fett right now. <laughs> like, is, yeah, is, yeah, is he yeah, still yeah. mic'd up? Okay, say these lines. Hello. Are you a... anyway? Our right, next time, will we get more information about the Obi Wan show on May the fourth? I want to say full Brock on this because like it would be perfect if they announced it, but I don't know if they're far enough. Like you would, you would kind of want like a sizzle reel. Like I would, I don't want to hear like, oh, this is going to happen. Like I want to see something, right? I mean, I guess they could do pictures. That that could work. Yeah, like, pictures. A I don't think reel would be beautiful. But. I think they're too early in production for a sizzle reel at that. Yeah, point. exactly. So that's I, why I want to go full Brock. Yeah, like, I would. Anything is possible. I would love to see a picture of Hannah Christensen and Obi Wan Kenobi, even if they're just like wearing like yeah. sweats, just like they're back. Like that's it. But at or the same it's time, just, you know what? It's 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 Hayden Christensen, and he takes off the helmet, and you just see it, and it's like shot whatever but it's nothing to do with the movie it's just yeah, yeah what he's yeah. gonna look like and you're just like whoa <laughs> but but would that take yeah, away from absolutely. the would that take away from the bad batch is the they want you to uh, be I, but the bad batch is weird because i don't know if people are going to wake up at 6 3 a.m to watch it like they do Mandalorian. i have no idea um i'm not because i don't do it's that. gonna be interesting oh, it's gonna i be think i think people I think whatever people see in that opening slider uh Disney Plus, a lot of people click on whatever they see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I know, it's not a new concept, but you know, I think in Disney Plus that really happens. Like, yeah, I think so. Well, there's such. And I was saying this before we recorded. Like Apple TV. The one thing about Apple TV Plus, whatever it's called, that yeah. I, I like is that there's no options. So it's like yeah. pick one of these three. I'm like, all right. Like it's easier to find stuff. And Disney Plus, to what you're saying. Is similar in that respect, whereas there's a ton on there. But when you're on that homepage, it's like, here's five things you're going to want to watch. You're like, yeah, I guess I am yeah. going to want it. I, so they kind of, even though they got a huge back catalog, they really they really shrink it down to, 
mm-hmm. to that. And, and that for me as someone, you know, when Netflix, whenever I, I like, I go on Netflix, I'm like, there's so much here. I, I give up on Netflix all the time. I'm just like, done, moving on. Unless it's Castlevania, Stranger Things, I'm done. Or Riverdale. Riverdale is fan. Yeah. By the way, Riverdale, new Reggie, great. <laughs> we should do a Riverdale podcast. Um, <laughs> Riverdale scum. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I'm gonna go thirty three percent on it though. Uh. And our next, our final odd, the odds that the Obi Wan show will feature at least three characters created for the Clone Wars. So you can't say Plo Koon, but three characters created specifically for the Clone Wars t- TV show. Brack. I'm gonna go hundred percent because you know it's gonna be Hondo. Hondo. <laughs> Cody and some form of Satine. And oh, I was just like, which show was gonna deal with uh, Mortis? But that's that's Ahsoka. So uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go full Brock, full. On that one i mean they could put ahsoka in there they really could i think they i think i kind of think they will i have this like, feeling like totally they'll throw could. but it would be great. <laughs> see th- 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 this is my one issue with it all is are they all are these show and because it's deborah chow though i feel like she does speak with favreau and filoni like like these shows the accolade included all need something yeah. and i'm not saying the accolades have like obi-wan or anything and not like that i'm saying they all need and the thing that i thought rogue one and solo were missing is they need some kind of connective tissue to let you know that this is all part of the same story and just putting the word star wars in front of it is not enough for fans nowadays when you have marvel doing that on a daily basis and and way better than like they're succeeding at a greater lengths than than star wars has been with the connective tissue and i think you need something and i think putting ahsoka in mandalorian having her own show you throw her in obi-wan as a freaking cameo who cares you throw her in there that little bit of connective tissue but i'm gonna go full brock on this one (laughs) Uh, it would like i it it would be i feel like it's gonna be more than three characters like it'd be so easy barely an inconvenience (laughs) yeah uh, do you want to go to news? Yeah, let's do it. Holla news. Da 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 da. Holla news. Da 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 da. Holla da 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 Holla news. And my mic is up. I really hit that. Holla news. News you need to know right now. Oscars on Sunday, you might have seen Han Solo himself, Harrison Ford, uh, presenting the editing award uh, and doing a, a just a, a real fun ribbing of editing. Nothing, nothing referring to Star Wars, but just sort of giving like, oh, this is what they thought of this movie. It was terrible, terrible. And then the end is like, and it was Blade Runner. <laughs> but because of that speech, apparently Twitter blew up, uh, and people were just like, this guy is the best. So. Harrison Ford, even at 70, 80 now, still just in 
making people love him. So go on down to YouTube and click Harrison Ford Oscars. You're going to get a fun little clip. You can almost think like he's he's lost, but then it's just like, oh, right, he's an actor. You know, it's 100%. Um, if you're missing the parks, Disney parks, uh, especially uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, coming out this week, uh, April 27th, uh, the Galaxy's Edge art book. Um, it will. It shows sort of like, I know it's not the movie, but it's like the concept art as they were building the park. Uh, everything from details of rides, costuming, potential store vendors, and wandering attractions had to be imagined and designed from the ground up as if they were conceived for a Star Wars movie. So then. If you've read any of the other film art books, you'll see a similarity. And actually, when I've looked at the cover, it's like, oh, that's like art of, like, Last Jedi. Um, so if you are a big fan of parks, definitely want to check this out. Uh, they also had stuff that, like, they don't, you don't, they didn't end up going with, but uh, potential animatronic alien bartenders or even drone-like first-order recon droids that would accompany the wandering stormtroopers through the park. Just really cool stuff like that. Um, so if you want to see more, it's Art of Star Wars, colon, Galaxy's Edge, and that is out everywhere April 27th, or right now, depending on when you're listening to this. And like we mentioned before, we are vastly, quickly, vastly approaching the release of Star Wars, The Bad Batch, released at Disney Plus on May the 4th. Um, we get two episodes, I believe, or one episode, and the next day we get another episode. I can't remember, but we're getting it. Um, but this week they released a poster showing the Clone Force 99, aka the Bad Batch, along with this young female child character that we've seen in the trailer, but we don't know much about. Um, she, it looks like, yeah, I believe she's a girl. I think you hear her voice, so it's just, I'll say she. Um, we're also seeing a lot of ships in there, and then Palpatine, of course, but with like lines across his face as if he's uh only gonna be seen through like hollows or whatever they call them like so very cool but then also to this week they released a new emoji of hunter and it is like it's just his helmet leader of the bad batch uh and you're gonna want to go get that so you can put it on everything for may the 4th and uh, make sure you hashtag the bad batch on may the 4th so, yeah, this has been your Hollow News. All right. Top five. Top five. Top five Kylo Ren moments, and mine suck. <laughs> Do you know, because, I, I, cause look, Ben Solo moments don't count, but Kylo Ren moments do. <laughs> so my number five is uh, when he freezes Ray in uh, Tifa. Is it Tifa? Tifa. Tifa, The Force Awakens. Where he goes, and she goes, and then she she falls, oh, yeah. and he carries her away. That is my number five because it was uh, it was like oh my god, that's cool. <laughs> my number five is gonna be the first time we see him, and he frees the the blaster bolt midair, and we're like, wow, is this what the Force can do now? Fantastic scene, and just like a really good w- introduction to like he looks like Vader, but he's not Vader. Oh, interesting. What are you doing now? What do I do? Uh, his freak out in Tras, The Rise of Skywalker, when he like throws the 
guy up and goes, nah, and he throws him. That's my number four. <laughs> my number four is when he doesn't have a shirt on because of all the <laughs> that came out of that. <laughs> I like the gif of him bouncing. <laughs> uh, my number three is uh, similar to my number four. It's this freak out in The Force Awakens. Basically, it's just if Kylo Ren freaks out, you've made my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when he's freaking out and the stormtroopers like walk down the hall. Yes, and see him and that's that's the se- yes, that's the scene. <laughs> that's my number, th- <laughs> my number uh, three. Yes, my number three is going to be um, I know you're going to disagree with me, but like, I, I guess the lightsaber battle in the throne room in Rise of Skywalker. I- Just like I don't know specifically. No, you know what. I'll get specific. I like that battle because I've always said that it's like it's very interesting because he is very like he's good at like he's 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 showing he's been a trained lightsaber person for a while and Ray's just like I, I, I like it's like it's 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 cool to see them fight side by side because they have different styles. Like I don't feel like you see that a lot in Star Wars, even though we all know there's a million different lightsaber styles, but like. That's like this is a trained lightsaber battleist or duelist, and this is someone who just got it like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, uh, that's my favorite scene in the sequel trilogy. By a landmine, landmine, mm-hmm. landmine. Um, that's my number two though. That is my number two Kylo Ren moment because it's not a strict Kylo Ren moment. And you know what? What bothers me is like, so I I was never happy with Ray doing the uh, the Force Mind trick in the. Like, to me, that was like that was. I always felt that that was just lazy. Right? Everyone's like, but she when Kylo Ren goes in her mind, and like I don't care. It's lazy writing to me. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it feels like. That's what it felt like at the time. Um, whatever it is, what it is, the lightsaber thing. No one people are like, but she never used a lightsaber. I'm like, but she used a staff her entire life. Like how she knows how yeah. to swing something. Even if you've never used a sword before, you're gonna know what to do with it. So I never had an issue with that. But that is my number two moment, though, uh, because I had one that I thought uh, it's just as a Kylo as a Kylo Ren specific. There's one more moment that I I, I uh, reign supreme for me. My number two is gonna be uh, him and. Han in Rise of Skywalker so it's like Han is actually just like a figment of his imagination or the force I don't know we never really get the uh, but I like that I like the uh-huh. it's, it's the beginning of his Ben Demption right so it's uh, that it's just good it's just like we can bring Han back it can't be just a sad thought that like he killed his father right it's like they have like a, a a clarity or a yeah. resolution on that, and I think it's wonderful. And it's just like, why can't why can't he see Han in some way? Like, here you go. Done. I didn't put that on because I considered him Ben at that moment, so I said, no, I will mm. not put you on those. But he's kind, he's he's technically Kylo in that moment. Yeah, it's the last like. Yeah, it's it's his last song. song of he's half Kylo half Ren. Kylo, half Ben. He's on the fence. There. Uh, and my number one is just in the Force Awakens at the very beginning when he stops that blaster because that is <laughs> yeah it's good right like it's just like wow is this what we're gonna get and that's the like, thing it's this is like oh look what they can do now but also that's like oh 
he's the bad like that's the bad guy look at his power right there yeah and so as an intro immediately yeah like it's like that's the introduction essentially and you're like all right and so that's why that's number one for me praetorian guard is all it was my favorite scene but as a kylo ren moment i have to go with him stopping the blast because that's like like even if you're a new star you've never seen star wars you're like i'm gonna watch them all and you watch one episode one through that's your introduction to kylo ren and i just think it's it's great my number one is going to be from uh, Last Jedi on crate. I've said it a million times. I love that whole scene of the battle. Just it, everything about it is just really cool and all what have you. Um, obviously, him fighting Luke is like really, really cool. But I'll pick a specific moment in that when, when he's in. Is he in? Are they? No, he's on his ship. He's not in one of the AT-ATs. But then he sees Luke has like arrived on crate, and they're like, "Is it just a man?" And then he's like, "Blast him out of the screen!" More? No, no, sorry. Do I get that wrong? It's like the Falcon shows up, and he's like, "Blasted out of the sky." What does he say? That moment, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. though, right? Is it the one the Falcon shows up, it's like, "Blasted well, out of the sky," or is he like, "No, he wants to shoot on Luke." Well, when he shoots like, on anyways. Luke, and then he goes and he yells, "More!" Also, he's in this show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. That's so great. That was like, that moment, I'm like, oh, this is the new Kylo Ren, which is like, kind of gets lost in the next movie because they just changed everything. But like, that was like moments where I'm like, oh, this is where he becomes the big bad. But like, when I was thinking like, oh, he's not going to be redeemed at any point. But He was always getting redeemed and dying right after, unfortunately. Whether you like it or not, I feel like that. I no, no. I think that was J.J. Abrams' plan from the minute we met him in Force Awakens. Had Trevorrow done, well, Trevorrow done it, we know he would have died anyway. Uh, Johnson did. Who knows? But uh, it is what it is. We got what we got. Those are our top five. Let us know what your top five are in the comments down below or in the live chat. Thank you all to the nine people watching or six people watching right now. Uh, but it does mean a lot to us. We do really appreciate you guys yeah. sticking around and hanging out with us on this fine evening. And you can join our Patreon and get this early. And uh, Andrew does have his Goodwill Hunting, which is all about the Bad Batch, on there right now. So you can check that out. And uh, yeah, Brock, anything else you want to say? Um, Get ready for May the 4th. It's for a week away. So watch yeah. the Bad Batch. Put on a Star Wars shirt. Just spread the Star Wars love, because that's what we're here for. Star Wars! <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy somewhat far away. I'm James, he's Brock, this is episode 213, and he was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.